I think it's it's any increase in training places has to be welcome. So that's positive. Is it going to to necessarily by increasing the number of GP trainees is going to necessarily address um, the shortage of GP uh, GPs in rural areas? Um, we have a significant issue and challenge here in County Clare. Um, it's not necessarily one in one necessarily isn't necessarily going to equal two. Now I think there is some other initiatives that are ongoing at the same time. I think the there is a, a a network of what are called rural fellows, um, uh, where where GPs that have been trained are offered supported supported posts in rural areas, where 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 they get uh, more um, exposure in a more supported way, and they can also do do at the same time they're they're, they're offered the opportunity of doing research, uh, rural specific research, um, uh, in 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 post as well at the same time. So that's another initiative. There is another initiative in Galway. There's a soon-to-be um, uh, rural. Um, uh, there's there's going to be a chair in rural medicine, which is going to specifically, with with a view to specifically developing a curriculum around um, uh, uh, addressing, uh, educating um, medical school uh, graduates, uh, with a view towards towards pushing them and encouraging them. To take up generalist roles within rural communities, so so there, there's a number of initiatives on, you know, ongoing, uh, along with the, the welcome increase in training places. So, uh, I guess yes, it's going to maybe help a little bit, but I think we need to also be more ambitious and more creative in 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 in, in, in specifically uh, attracting graduates to rural areas. Also, I think in 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 the medium to long term, we're going to have to find different ways of working, in terms of addressing. In ensuring that rural populations continue to get high quality primary and preventative care. And that brings me to my next point, Fergus, because it has been estimated this week that two thirds of rural GP practices can no longer accept new patients because they are at capacity. And the Department of Health has also established a task force now that specific aim will be to address the expansion of the Irish population and to plan doctor services around that. What specific measures do you believe are needed in rural areas particularly? I mean, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's a good question. It's, it's a good question with specific specific measures. I, I mean, obviously, uh, individual practices. Uh, we need to look at look at why um, individual practices um, their lists are, are closed in many instances. I mean, the simple answer to that question is because is is workload, and there is. I mean, there is a a a number of 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 factors that are coming together at the same time. There is, you know, there is the increasing uh, demographic pressures, and I mean, what I mean by that, there's increasing numbers of patients. Number one, number two. Uh, like in and, and, and specifically talking about in rural areas in some in some in some particularly with the refugee crisis around the Ukrainians, I think certain rural villages no less in Clare have seen significant increases in their in their population. So we have increasing demand on the existing services, but also with that we have an increasing demand through 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 the the epidemic, uh, which is obviously predictable of 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 people with multiple coexisting medical conditions, and there. The complexity and the challenge in terms of managing them properly is increasing all the time. You also have allied that with allied to that with 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 patient expectations, uh, increasing access to good to 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 advance advancing medical technologies. So that the, there's all sorts of pressure points in terms uh, on 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 medical services, and 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 um and I think we need to respond thoughtfully and strategically to each of these pressures. Um, and so, so it's going to take. I mean, nothing. Things aren't going to happen overnight. 
um, I think the increasing training numbers is 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 one thing is is one initiative that in due course, and that obviously for them for those doctors to be trained, and for for us to see them see them working in rural areas, that's going to take a few years. I, I think also you know I think there is going to be as there is in the UK a debate around physicians' assistance um, that will you know with with will will and also up to upskilling. Um, our wonderful practice nurse colleagues. I mean, they're already doing incredible work. I mean, a lot of them are upskilling, you know, you know, year by year in terms of the the the, the work they're doing at practice level. So I think there's there's we need to look at the manpower available. We need to be as creative as we can in ter- in terms of deploying the manpower the manpower that is available in 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 a strategic way as possible. Um, uh, amongst you know, and, and obviously as I said, the, the increasing number of training training places is going to help that. But yeah, there's there's lots lot to do, lots that can be done. But we've got to acknowledge the, the 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 fact that there's, you know, that there is evident, you know, there's all of these the these existing or coexisting factors, as I mentioned, that are putting pressure pressure on the on the services as they are, you know. And I suppose the big point then is burnout, Fergus. We've heard it from many doctors up and down the country this week as well as uh, whether that's administration and an increased load of patients to deal with or, or any other duties that burnout is the biggest turnoff for young people maybe who go into medicine and might decide against being a GP how, how can that be overcome I mean that's that's the that, that's a really that's a really pertinent point you know and I think we're all feeling it a little bit I think um, uh, I think younger GPS coming into the system um, uh, they, they, they are seeing such relentlessly negative narratives around workload around patient expectations um uh that that that's not it's sort of you know it it is it is quite a quite a quite a negative pessimistic sort of um uh, environment to be to be to be to be looking forward to coming coming into to work in so so i mean so there there is you know so, so there's no question about it you know younger graduates necessarily aren't you know they aren't seeing it uh, in the way we would have seen it 20 years ago 30 years ago as 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 an incredible opportunity to become invested in the community and all the all the challenge and richness that goes goes along with that, um, uh, but but obviously things have changed. Things are changing. The demands on 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 existing uh, manpower is are huge. I mean, you could literally be in the practice from dawn to dusk every single day, and you still have more work to do. You know, um, and 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 I think um, uh, there there is there is. There's there's a real challenge around around self care, around not overextending yourself, um, and and I think that needs to become, I, I guess th- that needs to become uh, more recognised on the part of 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 of, of the health of the health service, and I think it needs to become more embedded in in medical school curriculums and 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 also in 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 within the the the, the, the our postgraduate training bodies. I think there's 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 a real challenge around that. There's no question about it. Um, and I think it, we can only repeat it, re-emphasize it, uh, and, and support each other as colleagues um, on a day-to-day basis. Um, you know, the, the workload is as it is at the moment. Things are going to get better. They are going to get better. It's going to take time. And I think we just need to be as as uh, yeah, everybody involved in provi- in manpower provision needs to be more aware than ever that this is a real existential threat to service delivery. And that we need to be as 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 creative and as strategic in 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 supporting you know our frontline health workers as possible. You know, I think that that needs to be said over and over again. You know.